Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Everyone, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by ProTaper. Uh, I'm Don Maeda here in the Swap Model Live headquarters, joined by Chase Curtis. We have uh, Alex Ray at home in, uh, what is it, Agora Hills? Woodland Hills? Somewhere up in uh, the, uh, the rich area. Knows. The rich area no. of Southern California. And uh, of course, we have Michael Antonovich, who is back stateside after an exciting weekend in uh, Paris, France for the uh, 40th running of the Paris Supercross. So welcome home, Anton. How was the uh, the trip? Are you all shot and jet lagged out? Oh, I'm pretty good. We I literally just walked in the door within almost 15 minutes uh, after flying back home today with my wife. Uh, it was awesome. Um I mean, everybody knows I love that race. That that race is like no other. Uh, this year was unreal with the rider lineup and everything like that. And then just to kind of see all the hype that went into it. Now, like admittedly, it did feel a little bit different. Like, Don, you've been to this race a couple times, uh, even in this stadium. And I was watching old races through the 90s, and it was crazy because I saw someone in an MX Racer custom-painted helmet at like the 97 or something race Michael Ray the other Craig. day. Michael Ray Craig. Yeah. It was crazy. I was like, wow, Don's been to this race a ton. But, so, like, you know how loud and how animated the crowd is. Hell, A-Ray, you did the race last year. So, like, you've seen it. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it was it was electric last year. And I, I think totally any race in Europe blows us out as far as kind of Yeah, I would, I would say so. But then this one was weird, and even Mathis kind of agreed. And uh, I had billed the opening ceremonies and how, like, intense – and loud and everything the crowd was up to megan for so long uh but it really wasn't that loud until oh. tom vl got in the lead for a moto huh. and then they woke up um but yeah like opening ceremonies was kind of different uh it was good it was a really cool video that they put together this kid tim lopes that's like the 65 vice champion of the world and he's like european national champion mm-hmm. they did this really cool video where uh they showed all of the people that have ever won paris you know and then J&B was there, Golden Boy Brock Glover was there, Danny Laporte was there, DD, like everybody that's everybody was there this weekend for it. So mm. a ton of fun. Um, it was great racing. And I mean, dude, we're, we're six, seven weeks away from Anaheim one and I am ready for it. Like this is going to be like no others. You know, uh, I watched uh, several of the motos. I have to say, I'm not very hopeful of <laughs> results looking different indoors than they were last summer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's how that first race was on Saturday. Like he got jet, got the whole shot and it was just gone and it was a short race. It was only like five minutes or something like that. That shit might as well have been 15. Cause it felt like forever. He was just clicking off laps at the front. And I was like, Oh wow, we're in for a very long weekend if this doesn't change. Mm-hmm. But then luckily, you know, like, Hunter got going, Ken got going, Cooper got spicy, Jet did have a couple little issues that made him come through the pack that made it exciting. And then, yeah, it was on from there, but yeah, dude, uh, from Friday's practice on, 
from when we put that raw video up that 133,000 people saw and every other YouTube channel on the planet has ripped now off. ripped off. Now, why, yeah. didn't, why didn't all the people that ripped us off get in trouble too? Bro, if I knew, I would love to know <laughs> because when you sent me that email, uh, when you sent me that thing and I woke up at like 6 o'clock in the morning on Sunday to all of that happening and then I saw like that footage just getting reused and reused and reused and I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like what? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So yeah, dude, for from, people listening, wondering time, what happened, yeah, we got a YouTube copyright strike for some unknown reason. Our Paris press day video got pulled down and, uh, yeah, we got slapped in the wrist. And it's even more annoying cause it's from a third party. It's not even YouTube saying, Hey, you did something wrong, which is really hard to do in a raw video. There's no music. There's usually no cussing unless it's maybe on e-bikes or something. Yeah, but that's what I thought. I thought maybe there was, you know, fucking some French techno playing in the background. (laughs) Yeah, because that's what happened last year. Because we didn't get to monetize the big video last year because they had just like the ultimate 70s classic rock playlist playing. But then it was completely silent in the stadium this year. So I was like, dude, we're good. This is going to be awesome. And it was going through the roof like, man, I was so happy all day Saturday when I saw the video views going up. I was like, wow, man, like, this is going to be great. Going and then off. I woke up on Sunday to that email and I was just like <laughs> punched in the stomach. Yeah. Yeah. But it should get fixed. I hope, um, you know, everybody that I talked to that's at the race organization, um, that knew about it, they're like, yeah, this shouldn't have happened. It's just a third party that was there to kind of protect the assets of the race, because there are so many streamers that, that, you know, pirated the feed and everything like that, yeah. which goes to show how much the interest for this race is. I mean, Everybody wants to see this race. They wanted to see Jet, Hunter, Ken, Cooper, you know, JB, if JB hadn't hurt his shoulder, like it was shaping up to be a good one. And I mean, all eyes were on, on France this past weekend for sure. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm not surprised at all that Jet was that amazing. I was really impressed by Hunter. I was too. Yeah. You know, cause like everyone, yeah. you know, when they asked me like, oh yeah, Jet going to spank everyone. I go, dude, if Eli doesn't come back firing jet's gonna run away with it and then they ask me you know so how's hunter gonna do i'm oh, i don't know like i think i think we talked about it once and we said oh like you know fourth fifth around yep. there but i kind of think yeah. more i think better than that now yeah he was impressive for sure yeah from what little bit i've seen like just watching jet it just seemed like he stayed a few feet lower over every jump he pushed through everything he was carrying more momentum than everyone he was great through the whoops um he didn't get caught up in traffic. He His starts were still on point. Um, I, I believe the first night, second night, he had a little bit more, um, I guess, adversity, which still he had a great weekend. But um, I just feel like, yeah, I mean, he's just, he's just a level ahead of everyone right now. Yeah. The thing I'll say about Hunter, uh, and this even goes back to shooting those raw laps on Friday, his corner speed's unreal. Like – he was very smooth through the corners. You could just see that Hunter never really seemed bucked or like if there was a rut or an imperfection in the corner, he just flowed right over it. And then as the race weekend went on and then he got into like when he was leading and stuff like that, you could see where it, and the track changed that it got a little bit choppier. And so then the imperfections of racing the 450 came out, but you give him another six weeks to really hone it in. He's going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think Hunter is going to be probably the big surprise going into next year we all know how good jet is after this summer but i'm gonna be the one to watch yeah 
So, I mean, I saw people stole your video and made Instagram clips about it. And, you know, the, the expert kooks that uh, narrate over everything. He did some pretty cool stuff on that bike. Dude, the wheelie uh, out of the sand when he, like, I don't know if he did that on purpose over those rollers, yeah. but even as he did it, I just went, whoa. <laughs> and I'm surprised that the camera didn't pick it up because when he did it, I still had my eye to the earpiece and I couldn't believe what I saw because I had watched everybody hit that sand section all week, like all day Friday trying to figure it out. And then from the time he hit it and just how perfect that was, I was like, oh, yeah, dude, if he does that all weekend, it's on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I didn't know he could throw oppo whips like that. Yeah, me either. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. So they need to get him into X teams next year too. Yep. <laughs> I mean, is there anything that he really can't do on a motorcycle? I mean, it's, he's 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 good, man. Bro, he's a yeah. straight twelve o'clock boy too. I didn't know that either. He was out there like first gear, dragging his foot, riding the bike. Like, I mean, not to like completely just like jet, 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 but. Watching well, that kid ride is so entertaining. Well, I already knew that Hunter could do that, so it's kind of not a surprise Jet could. Yeah. Because I remember, remember when we shot Hunter on Thanksgiving Day for the cover <laughs> of Transworld Motocross? Yes, I remember that. Yeah, he was like, check this out, and he's dragging his rear fender. That's right. Yep. <clears throat> I don't know. It might be a long 24. Yeah. And beyond? I don't know. What do you guys feel about Kenny? I feel like... Uh... I was kind of surprised about all the mistakes, honestly. I, I so, expected him to be up there, but yeah, there was a lot of mistakes. Okay, so to to really kind of get into Ken's thing, and I think this kind of goes about everybody, it's important to talk about the bikes for this weekend. Um, I learned this on Friday of like, how'd you get your bikes here? What bikes did you use? So that was Ken's bike from Donations that they just brought a couple Supercross parts like suspension and a couple little things over oh, for wow. Okay. He was using the GP fuel, and so it just didn't have, like, the crisp snap to it. So he he said it in How Was Your Weekend yesterday, but I noticed it on Saturday. He was constantly fiddling with, like, the idle of the bike and this and that because it just never ran as clean as possible. And then he made huh. some suspension changes as the track was changing, and it never really got there. And there was little things about the track that I think caught a lot of guys off guard. Uh, I asked it a lot in How Was Your Weekend, and there's some pictures of it that will post, but the starting gate didn't set flush. Um, the gate actually was like almost like a ramp that then shot the guys over the steel bar that it mm. rotates on. Mm. So it's not like you just shot straight out of the gate. And you, you pretty much jumped out of it. And then Cooper explained that that was why his starts were so bad. Other guys had start problems. So pretty much from there, everybody was trying to figure out what to do. Mm -hmm. um but yeah ken said that they were adjusting the bike through the weekend just to to get it perfected and and i said it to him you know everybody thinks you have this bike so dialed in because you've been on it forever but you're always searching for something and especially when you come to someplace new uh for the honda guys all three of the bikes were the bikes that they used at donations so the two 450s were jets race bike and then the spare and then joe's bike was hunter's bike Mm. those are the exact same bikes that they raced at the nations. They raced them at Paris. They're going to get shipped back to the United States. And then they're supposed to race Anaheim one on those same three bikes. Really? Oh, wow. Which is unbelievable because if you think about all of the whole like chassis situation, brace frame, non-brace frame that we went back and forth with on chase this year on Sexton's bike to see that like 
Honda can just run an indoor outdoor bike and change some suspension and a few other things. And the bikes are good. It's pretty, pretty unbelievable. Um, and I talked to Cam, you know, Hunter's mechanic, those bikes are going to be nice and broken in by the time Anaheim one comes around too. like, they're going to feel pretty soft and pretty, pretty honed in. Yeah. Wow. And then for Cooper's bike, that was the SMX bike that, uh, he raced LA with. As soon as it got done, Peanut prepped it, cleaned it, put it in a crate with his race toolbox, and then shipped it to Yamaha France. So there's some stuff that they'd been working on down at the farm, um, trying to figure out the power of it, you know, clicker suspensions here and there. So not exactly like the perfect setup yet. Like they went with the bare minimum stuff. Cooper and Coker even told me that they didn't fly with a bunch of spares and everything. They just come race the bike this weekend. So Mm -hmm. Little things like that um, were kind of telling, but for Kenny, you know, to be on the GP bike, GP fuel, all that, I think was a little bit of a of a hassle. But he, you know, he was still pretty good. Um, just little mistakes here and there, the bike stalling, being hard to start, all that. Like that's it. That's a, that's a gas issue, right? So wait, they don't yeah. have to run. They don't have to run the GP fuel at Paris. Uh, no, they. They, that's what they had to start, and then he got a hold of some different fuel for the second night to clean it up. But they they do have to run a different fuel for Paris. Yeah, they do have here, to run right? a different. Yeah, because oh, okay. there's yeah because there's no fuel to get over there like yep. that. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Who was there beside the four guys? Was there another top U.S. AMA guy? Mm, uh, Justin Brayton Hill was there. Justin Hill, but injuries took yeah. both guys out pretty early. Yeah. Um, Hill Hill has a sore back. You know, I I was talking to him on Saturday, and he's like, "Dude, I I jacked my back." And every time I come around to the whoops, I was just in agony. And so then Megan and I were walking into the stadium on Sunday, and Justin was staying at the hotel across the street where we were. And as we're walking into the stadium, I just see this like little feeble old man like shuffling down the street in a pickup kit. And I'm like, damn, that's cool. They do pickup kits over here too. It's yeah, not it's an old man. It's it's Justin. He's an, is is and, he like, still jacked pain. up from uh World Supercross? Yeah, he said it's the back issue that kind of really started happening in 2019. Mm-hmm. And it's just it comes and goes every now and then. Um so he's going to try to get all that sorted because he has Australia this weekend that he's got to be good to go oh, for. Geez. Dude. Yeah. And then for Brayton, he said that on practice in practice on Saturday, he landed and must have pulled a muscle or a ligament um, in the back of his shoulder. And so then he's got, he's got a long flight back to Australia from France. And then he's already got a doctor's appointment set up, but he said it's questionable that he'll get to ride this weekend in Melbourne. Dude, oh, he's wow. having a rough go. Yeah. Wow. And JB looked good. He was a last minute fill in and for, for being on a mostly stock bike on Friday, he was ripping. Mm-hmm. Wow. Dude. <laughs> I just, I'm just like, so like, wow. Yeah. 24. I mean, I, I, I cannot wait to see Eli. Yeah. Like he's kind of like our big hope, right? Or I hope- Chase on the KTM. Maybe. Yeah. I hope Chase, and then I hope Webb figures it out because I'm I'm a I'm a Coop fan, but I'm gonna be straight up. If I think these these performances on the Yamaha would have been kind of the same if he was on the KTM still, and I know he he maybe switched for happiness, maybe not performance, but I don't know. I I hope it's uh, he's a little better next year. Yeah, did you talk to uh, to Webb there, Anton? Did how's he 
say things are coming along. Yeah, he said they're probably about like 70% of the way there. Um, you know, they're they're trying to figure it out. And I think getting the power of the bike sorted is the next thing. He, You know, Coker told me that they, him and Eli were on a pretty similar setup. So the bike that they gave him for the three SMX races was Eli's bike. And it was just too much. Like <laughs> yeah, Cooper oh. told Lewis in a vital interview, like, you can't ride that thing for 20 minutes. Like Eli can, but I'm not. So they've honed it or they've toned it back a bit. And over these next few weeks, I'm sure that there will be more and more. But, uh, you know, he was pretty upfront. He's like, look, I got my ass kicked. I knew that it was going to be a challenge, but it gives me something to really work for over these next few weeks. And I'll say this, you know, he might not have had the outright speed, but it was the consistent Cooper that, you know, we always see. I don't think he laid the bike over one time the whole weekend from Friday through Sunday. No other guy could say that. And he still got third on the podium. Uh, at one point on Saturday during qualifying, he was faster than everybody until jet put in like a flyer late Mm -hmm. in the time qualifying practice and then tightened everything up again. And Cooper's got the speed. Uh, he was cutting down low in, in jumps or in corners, uh, jumps are pretty good. Him and Ken were trying a different rhythm in the one section. And, uh, he said he feels way more comfortable on the whoops on this bike than he did the orange bike. So, yeah, I think six more weeks and we'll see what happens. And I mean, we know how Cooper is. It's, he doesn't really hit his stride until like the fifth round of the season. And then yep. we see where he's at. And yeah. the thing about it is, though, like even whenever Coop was winning championships, he was never the fastest guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, how many times do you think in his championship year did he qualify pole? Not that many. Yeah. And, and you know, like, yeah, I mean, it's an off-season race. They're in Paris. You know, he's still got what would you say six weeks before Amazon yeah. one? I think, I think in six weeks we see a different coup. Okay. Personally. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that yeah. the next six weeks are going to be pretty good for him, you know? And I think that he, we know how coup is like, he needs a little bit of something to not light the fire, but just like to, uh, motivation, just like the carrot that there that's dangling. And yeah, I'll say this, you know, he's, there's a lot of people that are commenting about how he looks and everything like that, you know, like body wise and everything and whatever. Uh, give it six weeks. He'll, he'll be good to go. I think. Yeah. He's fine. Oh, internet experts saying he looks fat. Yeah. 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 And I mean, like, (laughs) yeah, the gear is tight, but I mean, yeah, he's going to, he's got six weeks to cut weight and all that. Maybe he's in the bulking process right now. Yeah. But I mean, like, what would you rather would you rather be have a little bit of like extra fat storage and stuff like that and i mean fat not in a bad way but in a good way because when you guys like when they do get so thin sometimes that's when they run the risk of getting sick and if he's been that way for so long like his body's gonna go the other way these guys aren't especially if you're traveling a bunch especially yeah especially if you're traveling a bunch you know like i mean dude yeah it's always good to have a little bit a little bit extra on there Maybe that's why I haven't gotten sick. <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was like, dude, I haven't been sick in a year and a half. <laughs> oh man. Well, um, let's uh let's oh, do we have any more four fifty talk? Um I'm trying to think I think, you know, just to see how it all went, like there's a lot of racing still to happen this weekend. And I couldn't believe, you know, me and Megan were talking about it last night, how many guys are flying from France to Australia right after this, like Ken's going, uh, little Hill was going 
rating was going, a bunch of the French teams, like the GSM team, the Bud Racing team. There's quite a few people that are going, so even this weekend's race, there's there's still a little bit of time to see who's got what. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it should be good. Dude, you know what I saw? Uh, kind of sent a shiver down my spine as Wes and Pike posted, oh, five years. Oh, my God, I know. Five years ago is when I almost got killed. Oof. I just, it just, it brought back all those feelings I had of when everything was unknown and he got rushed away and seeing that helmet broken half or collapsed the way it was and terrifying. All the pictures of him looking all smashed up, dude. That was, Ugh. that was tough. Guys gnarly. Dude, it's even weird to walk by that spot in the stadium and know where it happened at because like we're all tight with Weston and to think that one of your friends like pretty much was on the brink of not coming back, you know, from that spot is gnarly. Yeah. Sketch. Really. Um, okay, let's take a uh, quick break here from our podcast sponsors. X-Brand Goggles was launched in 2008, and over the past two decades, they've earned a reputation as one of the elite eyewear choices in our sport. The newest offering, the Lucid Goggle, features an XDO injection-molded lens for exceptional optical clarity, as well as superior protection against the massive roost that modern-day four-stroke bikes throw. At Swap Moto Live, we love the Lucid Goggle for its huge field of vision. Check them out at xbrand.com. That's eksbrand.com. If you're on the West Coast and you're looking for a one-stop shop, you need to visit the guys at STR Motorsports, formerly known as Shock Therapy Racing. With over 30 years of experience, your bike will be in great hands. Whether you're looking for a custom performance suspension revalve or just a basic rebuild, they've got you covered. STR also offers motor building services. Whether you need a stock engine rebuilt or a full-blown race motor, they're the place to go. Conveniently located in Wildemar, California, they're very close to Lake Elsinore and Paris Raceway. Additionally, they maintain a full stock of oils, tires, and tubes. They can get pretty much anything you need. Check them out at shocktherapysuspension.com. ASV Inventions supports the sport of motocross with innovative products like the original unbreakable folding lever, on-the-fly adjustable clutch purchases, rotator front brake clamps, Y-handle tools, and more. ASV is also a distributor of products like ODI Grips and the innovative Gate King Tailgate Adjuster. They're also a proud sponsor of the Swap Motor Race Series and their track site at each and every event. Their amateur racer support program is open year-round, and you can apply for support at hookit.com. Learn more about ASV products at asvinventions.com. Did you know that in addition to being some of the coolest people on motocross, the crew at WUSA are the official importers of Talon, Kite, and Edge hubs, as well as the leading resource for DID and Excel rims. Through the years, we've tested plenty of aftermarket wheels, and the wheel building crew at WUSA can't be beat. WUSA is the source for all things associated with wheels, including sprockets, spoke wrenches, tire irons, and more. Mention Swap Moto Live when ordering anything from WUSA and get a nice little discount too. Check them out at WUSA.com. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. 
Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is 9 times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike, I spend plenty of time cross-training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross-country bike to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes or even the amazing taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too. So give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Everyone, welcome back to the Kickstarter podcast presented by Pro Taper. Um, 250s. Dude, I, I saw some things like on Instagram or something pop up at the wrong time. And I didn't realize it was only in one of the races that Joe got third. But I was just like, what the heck happened? How did he get third on Saturday night? <laughs> but was he was he the overall winner of both nights and the overall? Obviously, he was the Prince of Paris, but yeah, he, he went 1-1-3 the first night. Yeah, 1-1-3, and then he lost one moto on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he was he was the class of the field all weekend. I want to say he was like almost half a second faster in qualifying uh, on the first day. Jace Owen was fast on the second day, and... Jace is ripping, you know, he's been really good at that race. And, uh, Tom Vial, you know, said that he definitely needs to work on the whoops a bit. I think that anybody watching was, that was the biggest takeaway in his performance was just the whoops being there. Um, but they were way different than the U S you know, so mm-hmm. that'll be his big thing to work on. But Joe was flying. Um, and like we said, that was Hunter's bike. You know, that's, that's the setup that the boys have been setting, putting down the last two years. So they know it works and, to see Joe jump right on it and be where he needs to be is good. You know, yeah, he did have a couple issues and I did see a lot of criticism, like when the pressure's on, he can't do it. But you know, the two things that did happen, he did get caught up in like two first turn incidents that shuffled him back and he still charged through. Yeah. Who um, won the, the and, other one that he lost? Was it Tom? Uh, Vial won the third one on Saturday Sat- and then on Saturday and then Anthony Bourdon won on Sundays. Oh, okay. Wow. So, um, I mean, let's, let's be real. Joe and Vial were the only like top level AMA Supercross guys that were there. So it would, it would have been shocking if Joe didn't come away with the title or, or Tom, but Joe obviously has got more experience, but how did you think he looked on the Honda, Hey Ray and Anton? Anton, you want to go ahead or you want me to? You want me to yeah, I'll go. Uh, he's super happy with it. He said that he loves the way the bike is, especially in the whoops. Um, and I, I like going into that race, I thought that it was going to be closer between Tom and Joe. But Tom had said even that, uh, you know, that weekend, it's a lot with everybody in France trying to see him. It's just a little overwhelming. <laughs> so that's kind of a hard takeaway there. But for Joe... He's clean, man. Like, he just looks good. He hit everything that he needed to hit. There were a couple little incidents and stuff, but to see the um, 
the way that he's just part of the crew already, you know, Hunter and Jed are really happy that he's around. He gets along great with Lars and Ben is mechanic and everything. They're, they're really happy that he's there. And I think that just a little bit more time to get on that bike and get Supercross going on a real track, you know, cause this one is a little bit different. I think Joe's going to be like one of the top three guys next year for sure. What do you think, A-Ray? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think so. Um, you know, if, if I mean, like I said, he's on Hunter's old bike. Uh, they know they have a lot of development with that bike, you know, for the starts. I mean, the, the Lawrence brothers, they got great starts. And I feel like if Joe puts himself in a good position, he usually stays there. Um, and I feel like, I, I don't know, I, I feel like this is like a little bit of a breath of, or breath of fresh air um, for him. He looked good. Uh, he was rushing a few things from, from what I've seen on the race. Uh, and so he did make a few mistakes, but I mean, I feel like, I, I don't know. I feel like he just gels better with a little, with a Honda. I feel like. Yeah. I, I, I expect a lot from him this year. I think a lot of people do, but uh, yeah, I know as far as the team dynamic dynamic goes, I mean, he's going to Florida, I think this week to do photo shoots and then he's coming right back to California and it sounds like he'll be out here all year round and he'll have like his his own little suspension tech and it'll just be him him and the guys working on that bike oh, he's not, for him he's not going there half year uh he doesn't it doesn't sound like it no oh. so he's gonna go maybe for a week or two but other than that he's gonna be out here so i think um i think he's really excited about that and uh yeah i i i, I know he's really happy with the bike and it sounds like they've got just a couple little things to work on and they're gonna be dialed his comments were like, he really loved the front end traction. Right? Yeah. He loves the front end. Yeah. <laughs> there is a, a Honda is testing in Florida next week. So they'll do the holiday. Everybody will get the chance to get home, do the holiday this week. And then next week they'll really get to work down in Florida together. Nice. Awesome. So Chase and I already yeah. argued about it, about his, uh, his riding gear this weekend. Mm-hmm. I like the white, black and red stuff. I did too. How did the brown stuff look in person, Anton? Sick. I loved it. It See? looked so good because the helmet matched it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even like Livestock, the Canadian, uh, it's like a streetwear uh, retailer. Yeah. They still had their logos and stuff like that on the helmet. The helmet well, that... had the same. Yeah, there was What's a logo that? on his jersey. Yeah, it's That's Livestock. What it was. Yeah. yeah. It's them. And so like even the whole theme from the jersey still went up to the helmet instead of him just being in some, you know, Black monster Universal helmet. black monster helmet. Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. it looked sick. And even, then even his instincts orange, had it on there. Mm-hmm. And dude, orange on a orange fox here on a Honda, I'm always a fan of. Ricky. Sick. Yeah. So sick. <laughs> How'd you like it, Avery? <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, Did you have anyone oh, yeah. to cheer on this weekend? Uh, you nice. had Hugo, what's his last name? Boss. <laughs> no, it is like yeah, on a husky, even down to the O'Neill goggles. Uh, oh, nice! Sure. I like that. <laughs> Blur goggles, dude. No O'Neill yeah. goggles. O'Neill goggles. Oh. oh, I didn't know that's a that's a part of that's a part of the uh, the the Europe office. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean that's freaking awesome. I know I have known Hugo uh, Basaula for years. He's uh, he was a stunt man uh, for for uh, I think. Fast and Furious 6. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's a good dude. Nice. Um, did you notice that Joe was American? 
I didn't. I did notice that. Shoot. <laughs> That's awesome. I was wondering what when that happened. Yeah. Did he get a citizenship or something? No, nah, he plans on going back to Japan, as far as I yeah. know. So. Yeah. Did you know that, Anton, on the broadcast? It says Joshimoto yeah. American flag. <laughs> was it like that on the scoreboard and stuff? Yeah, the first night, but the second night was fixed. Oh. <laughs> but then, like, uh, within this race, like, they have the King of Paris, they have the Prince of Paris for the 250 class, but then they have their own French little trophy donations within everything. No, like, oh, within oh, the France overall France versus thing. everyone else, right? France versus U.S. versus everyone else. And then for the first time, I think, ever, everyone else whooped everyone's ass oh. because you weren't beating those guys, you yeah. know? Um, and that was kind of the thing, too, we had pointed out there really wasn't, I mean, there was no French superstar in the 450 class, which kind of draws down the hype. Dylan didn't go. Marvin's not racing right now for, you know, as he figures out what they're going to do. Um, so there really wasn't like that big draw. Kenny was the big European draw and Ken was a big fan favorite, but um, the French guys that were racing were ripping, you know, like if you've been, we've been watching world supercross and everything. And I watched the SX tour, uh, Dupre in the 250 class and then Gregory Aranda in the 450 class. They're shoe-ins for those championships and they were holding their own. Aranda won Super Bowl on Sunday, even though people were like, hmm, did they push the stopwatch a little soon for him? <laughs> um, and Dupre has been ripping. Like he's been fast all year. Uh, I was really impressed by him in Abu Dhabi and then watching him on Saturday was good. But then within this race, like you said, there is the SX championship. So they got those races out of the way in the afternoon because so many riders in the SX tour had complained, like when you bring these fast guys over here, it throws our whole point championship dynamic off. So they did their main event in the afternoon. Uh, Dupre and Brian Shu or Dupre crashed on Saturday and then Brian Shu hit him. So Dupre like faltered back, but then he was still pretty good podium contender on Sunday. But, uh, so yeah, that, all, all in all, it was good. But then, like, that's where the whole Stark thing happened, too. Because, yeah, I was going to say, I talked to Joshua early in the week, and he's like, oh, no, I'm racing the French thing during the day. And I was like, Wait, Yeah, what? and then they weren't allowed to race at night. Yeah, because uh, of <laughs> homologation things? Uh, it really seems like nobody on that series is psyched on Stark, which is a bummer. Like, Joshua was kind of getting bullied around a little bit, and then by Sunday, he's like, I'm not taking anybody's, like, not taking it from anybody anymore. And he started putting elbows out there a little bit more. Mm. Um, and you could tell the guys kind of maybe didn't even know how to ride that bike. What we said in the past of if they can or can't hear it has been an issue. But then Josh said too, he's like, I think sometimes people were cutting over on me just to do it because they were just trying to intimidate me. Mm. But um, for, okay. So then I know a lot of people are like, you know, Josh Reese is a top seven, top 10 guy over here. Yeah. So what was wrong this weekend? And this is the thing for a lot of guys, and we've spoken about this before. When you go to the other side of the world to race, you really do need a buddy. That's who that bigger oh, yeah. guy is that's around Brayton. That's his friend Mark that he grew up with in Iowa, and he goes everywhere with Justin. Because like we said, what if something happens to you like what happened to Weston, or even you just Ugh. anything? You need someone there to help. Yeah. Josh had no one. Little Hill had no one. And Josh is like, I, I wasn't going to try to do anything risky on that bike on the first day. So I just doubled everything, and then on Sunday I got better. And yeah, how um, did he do? Did did he post any decent results or nah? The second day was way better. I think he was like around fifth or sixth, mm -hmm. you know. But I really wanted to see them get in Super Bowl um, because I think that people would have been really ex 
excited and interested just to hear that bike go around the track by it. Oh, who is that? Oh, that was my phone. It ended? Yeah. Your call has been forwarded. Did our Wi-Fi shut off? I don't know. Happened. I don't know. Hold on a sec. <laughs> I'm gonna call Anton now. All right. Yeah. Yo, that was weird. You there, Anton? Did it drop A Ray too? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it dropped both of us. Okay, so we're back. Um yeah, so you were saying you wanted to see the Stark and Super Pole. Yeah, I did. I just like we've we've heard it like when we rode the bike at Paula. Imagine just hearing tires, a whole stadium full of people hearing the tires on the bike go through a turn or the click 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 of the suspension. I mean, you could hear Cooper's check valve and his shock every time across <laughs> the loops, but to really hear the Stark do everything it needed to do around the track, I think in a completely silent stadium would have been cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they're they're still trying to figure all that stuff out, and then talk over the weekend is. Stark is making a big push to try to get a racing program some somehow set up so that when it is time, all the pieces are in place. They're looking for mechanics or looking for staff. There's a lot of guys interested and, you know, good for Josh because he's not on AEO after, you know, leaving the team this year, but he's got AJE helping yeah. him out through 24. And then he has the Stark thing in his pocket if it does work out uh, yeah. next year. So if they do get approved to race for old Supercross, he seems to be on their short list for contenders. Yeah, when uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I said I talked to him last week. He FaceTimed Rene Garcia when we were on our way home from Kauia. and he's just like so lonely over there because he's been in Spain for he's been in Spain since Destinations. Yeah, and uh, he was oh. just like, oh, I cannot wait to get home. <laughs> like he was. Talking about like how he's trying to get home Sunday night and he's gonna get home Monday instead. But yeah, so he was uh, Bogle's over there still, right? Why is Bogle really testing? <laughs> I thought maybe he'd be racing Bercy or Paris. But uh, yeah, I was hoping he would too. Uh, after seeing him ride that much, and I think that he would have been a big addition. But once they found out last week that they weren't gonna be allowed to race it, um, like dude, they didn't even have anybody in the pits at the Stark trailer or like the little Stark part of the can or part of the pit area during the races going on, those guys just dipped, you know, like if they weren't going to get to race, they were gone. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what's crazy. Anton is like the horsepower settings settings that we rode it at. Like I rode it at 50 is the max I rode for the two video class. They were letting, uh, the Varg be set at 45. Really? Which is pretty fucking Dude, that's fast. Yeah, that, I rode at forty, and it was faster than my YZWDF. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know. Did he get good the starts SX, or anything? Uh, Doe got good starts, but Josh had said that he hadn't practiced any starts on that bike. Mm-hmm. Um, they were trying them, you know, after their practice uh, sessions were done, they would get a couple attempts, but he didn't seem as uh, the the Stark didn't get the whole shots. I think everybody thought it would. Joe did get up front, but then because there is a championship going on and he's not in it, he seemed to play nice with everybody, you know, because he's been that SX2 champion so many times. Mm-hmm. If somebody was coming, he would just move over. Um, but yeah, I, you know, in the SX2 class, still like they, there was a, a KTM 252 stroke. So, 
you know, it's it's it was interesting to see. I really wish that the start could have gotten to ride it um, because it would have been just so different. But then it wouldn't have made a difference. Like Joe wasn't going to go there and try to like race Joe Shimoda for the win. And Joshua, like we just said, he's over there by himself. So he's not going to be taking risks that are unnecessary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he said it was way tougher to ride Supercross on the Stark than it was to ride Motocross. I think Bogle told me the he same would, thing too. He would hit the transitions of jumps and it like fully sounded like an RC car, just a vroom, like winding up, mm -hmm. but it would throw such a big roost when he would hit the transitions. Mm -hmm. Like it was a 20 foot tall, like arc. Yeah. Yikes. I can, I can sort of see that, you know, because like the delivery of the, of the Stark is, it's a bit weird. It's, it's not like a combustion bike. It's, I, I don't know. Like, the hit is there, but sometimes it could be a little too much. Maybe in some of those like peak transitions, it, it would be a little bit weird. And even in the whoops, I feel like it might get out of hand towards like the middle to the end. You know, if you start really hooking up, you're just like, yeah. ah, and just loop out. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. No clutch to modulate it either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I said, we talked to Joshua Ruiz on FaceTime. Yeah. On our way home from Korea. Yeah, what were you doing at Quia? We were testing the 300 SX Ooh. with the Race Tech Spring Conversion Gold Valve forks and Ooh. shock. So good. How yeah. was it? Well, yeah. I don't know for one because I have a cast on my hand, but Renee was raving about it. He said it it's looked amazing. good. It it looked good. It looked better, way better balance. Yeah, less front to rear pitch, mm -hmm. and uh, definitely firmer than stock, which was good for Renee. But uh. Yeah, he, he had nothing but good things to say about it. Yeah, even watching him, like, at the bottom of the queer right now, there's, like, a little optional triple. And yeah. he was terrified to hit it the first day we rode on that 300. But he eventually did it. But, dude, if you go back and watch some of that footage, he's pretty pretty much bottomed out even on the face of mm -hmm. that thing. And then the other day when he was riding with the race tech stuff, dude, he went right through it like nothing. Yeah, that's good. Uh Avery, it might be a better option than that 500 at Day in the Dirt. Not with those. It graphics. might be. <laughs> it on. might be because I'm, I've I've ran into. Uh oh. I've ran I, I ran into a front axle um, spacer issue. Uh -oh. um, yeah. So like on the forks, the axle I have is a little bit smaller than the <laughs> the hub your... that I got. Hmm. Yeah, the hole in the hub. So I need a different axle, and I need different, or I need the right, um, I need the right wheel spacers. So I'm. You know what? I have a set of uh, WUSA wheels from mm -hmm. from three years ago. Okay. Maybe it's the right. Uh, maybe it's the right axles for you. Dude. Could you throw it in your van and I could try it tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your your forks, I saw you have SFF forks, right? Yeah, what right? year are those what from? What year are those forks from? Uh, Well, I, it was the eBay find. I got them for cheap. Mm. One side, I think, is a 2014, and one side is a 2015. Are they the same lug axle hole? Yes. Are you sure? I mean, they're different. The axle lugs are different, but, I mean, it came with a... Uh, axle that fits through it okay okay okay. yeah well yeah maybe this front wheel i have will fit. but i might have i think i have a different um i think I, either i have like the wrong size uh 
bearing like in the wheel or something. I don't know, hmm. but I'll get it figured out. I'll have to, I'll have to get it sorted. Maybe, maybe that's something that John Anderson and I can hop on a call and mm-hmm. figure out because I mean, these W wheels look amazing. Hey, they have a black Friday sale right now too. Ooh, I'm, I better jump on that. <laughs> so, I'll definitely be calling him tomorrow on the way down. Cause we have a, I, I have a long drive to freaking Cahia in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just come tonight so, and stay at Taco Bell's? Kenny Taco Bell is in freaking New Zealand. Okay, uh, so there's you don't have event. a key. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I could go stay there, but and uh, I got I got to stay here. Dog's sick, and it's uh, dude, your you dog's know. always sick. Oh, I know that poor, poor thing. Sora. How's how's oh, week shit. two of marriage? <laughs> uh, week two of marriage is going good. Yeah. Uh, just yeah, I mean. Samantha pregnant of, yet? No, uh, no, not yet. We're working oh. on it, you know. Did you try you to sleep on the couch yet? What's that? Have you had to sleep on the couch yet? Uh, I mean, I've fallen asleep on the couch, but no, not not yet. Mm. Um, no, that was like before the wedding, whenever Bridezilla was out. <laughs> Bridezilla. <laughs> yeah, no, th- things have been good. Things have been good, you know, so. It's uh yeah we had a productive weekend we did some stuff around the house we still have a ton of alcohol from the from the wedding left so we got a Amazon gift card as one of the gifts I forgot who got us the Amazon gift card but Samantha instead of getting a dining table got a bar to store all of the um, alcohol so that was we were stoked <laughs> on that we, we did all that this weekend hey bring me some of those yeah. little uh, sponsored seltzers tomorrow I'm gonna try one okay yeah you want to try one yeah what from was it called vodka. again. Bing? Uh, Bing vodka. Are you Bing, gonna bring them Bing, to day in the dirt? V I N G. Oh, bro. Well, I mean, we might not have any left. Oh. You know, we it, it, it's scarce right now. We have like a few left, but yeah, I'm not gonna make the same mistake that I made uh, the last time. I'm gonna I'm gonna stock the cooler full of beers. Mm. All right. Nice, nice. Actually, the cooler is stocked. Okay, so we are on the. Uh, we're sort of on the eve of Thanksgiving. Yeah. The holiday. Speaking of that, you want to know the silliest thing I've heard in a while? I talked about it at dinner with you guys. Okay. You know my friend Toshi Yasukawa from Japan? He was at our house <laughs> a couple, two weeks ago. He stayed with us for a week. And we're driving somewhere, and I, my wife, Eileen, she's making conversation with him. She's like, oh, yeah. And then we're going to go to Vegas, blah, blah, blah. And she's all, do you guys, you guys celebrate Thanksgiving in Japan? <laughs> And I was just like, <laughs> palm on my face. Oh, oh God, come on! But anyway, <laughs> we're we're approaching Thanksgiving this Thursday, and obviously, Dan the Dirt afterwards. But uh, I, we should take a moment now we to should. go around and talk about what we're thankful for. I agree. I think we should do this. Okay, so so I am thankful for all of our listeners and readers and viewers because we're four or four, I think we're we're in our fifth year. Yep. We're, we're in our fifth year and uh, we're making it work. And I didn't think anything was going to work when we started. I wasn't very, I wasn't super confident. I was like, oh, I hope this works. But it's working. You know, aside from getting a strike on YouTube, yeah. everything has been going really great. Yeah, and, screw uh, you, TMG. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man, I'm just pumped that, uh, that uh, I get to live this life I live on two wheels with all my best friends and having a good time. And I will say that the That's last awesome. four weeks have been the most miserable of my life. The first <laughs> two weren't that bad. Cause I was like, all right, I needed a break anyway, but 
I got this cast for 10 more days and I cannot wait to start writing something again because I've had a couple of the worst weekends of my life <sighs> recently where I just watched television Dang. and ate popcorn all oh. day. It's uh, I feel guilty posting anything. Because <laughs> you're having fun? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am getting more coordinated with my left hand, though. That's good. I can brush my teeth. I can put my contacts in, and I can wipe my butt. That's good. With my left hand. So that's me. I'm right. thankful for everyone. I am thankful for, of course, the viewers and the listeners, but mainly the the crew that I work with, my my team, and uh, all you guys are like family to me. So I'm thankful for uh, also the job that we have and being able to do this every day. Um, even this week. This week's kind of hectic, but I'm thankful for this week. I'd rather be doing this than uh, construction. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Well, let's let's hear it, Anton. Let's hear it, bro. I mean, it's it's what they said, you know, the, the fact that we get to do this together and in the way that we get to do it is unbelievable, uh, especially, you know, to come off the week that I just came off of. Um, first time I ever heard about Versi Supercross, I was eight years old and I was in Jeremy's video game and I was like, wow, that looks so sick. And uh, yeah, to, to see all of our work get used the way that it got this weekend, to see the amount of impressions and just the reach of it was unbelievable. And to get to do it with my wife, uh, who I've wanted to take to Europe for forever because of how much I love it over there and to see her enjoy it. Like, look, I'll just be straight up and 100% honest. Uh, Wednesday night when we were sitting in the hotel room and it all hit that I actually, like, did it after what I'll admit was probably, like, my shittiest year ever. I broke down in tears and just bawled for, like, 20 minutes because, like, it feels too good to be true sometimes. And thank you to everybody that makes it possible because it's it's really unbelievable that we got what we got. Mm. Mm. nice well uh i would say like dude the, the last this whole year has just been an up and down roller coaster for me like you know like i said like you know just quitting racing and you know get, uh, getting a new job getting married i'm super thankful for honestly i'm thankful for how it, how it just worked out i mean i the past few years i'd stressed out because you know like i, I didn't i didn't i don't have an education, you know, I chose to go the route that I did with, you know, riding a motorcycle. I'm just, I'm just thankful for you guys. Cause you guys gave me, you know, you know, what, how long ago was it? You know, when we started, you know, hanging out, I mean, it's been what, five, six years, mm -hmm. you know, since I moved to California, I met you guys, you guys um, gave me a voice. You guys helped me. Um, you know, it, if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't have a name at all in the sport. I feel like, you know what I mean? And, and with that, I mean, we all met, you know, uh, tons of amazing people and, and it, and it just worked out for me, you know, like, and then, you know, meeting Samantha and, and getting married and, and just like, you know, having you know a great family on both sides, Samantha's side and my parents' side. And uh, you guys, you know, even this freaking podcast, everyone that I work with, you know, Frank, Mark, everybody, I'm just super freaking thankful, you know, like, holy cow. Hmm. Like, you know, like even like that story, like you were telling at my wedding about me forgetting my, my helmet, you know, <laughs> and just like, just like from where I came from to now, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, times are tough, but I mean, hell, I have a roof over my head and, you know, I have a good job. Samantha has a good job. You know, it's just, it's nice. And so I'm super thankful. 
Mm. It's it's fun when you work with your all your best friends. Yeah. You know, it's like right. Yeah. There of, there have been times in my career when I didn't like people I worked with. You know. Yeah. And it's like some of my favorite days are are Mondays. Honestly, like I actually Sundays I look forward to coming, coming into in. the <laughs> office and spending all day with everyone. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know. I think yeah. uh, I think your product is better when you're happy and when you're working with people you like. Yeah, I agree. So, awesome. I wonder what uh, I wonder what other people out there are thankful for. So, like maybe you guys could drop something in the comment section. Let us know what, what what's good for you. I mean, I know we've got. I know I know I have some people in my life who have uh, recovered from like horrible injuries or yeah diseases. You know, like I've got someone very close to me right now that's on the up Mm -hmm. from a potentially life-threatening condition and nothing makes me happier than thinking about that, you know, when I think about it during the day. Yep. Um, Yeah. The world's shitty, but it's also good. Yep. There's shitty things. Yep. Sure. But, um, you know, and like, you know, but to what we've all said, like the, the reach that this thing has got, you know, the places that we've been where people are like, man, I can't believe that, like, I love what you guys do. I can't wait to hear the podcast on Monday or Tuesday. Love the work. Love how was your weekend. Love the vlog. It's nuts, man, because, like, it is just us screwing around. Like, yeah, we do we do take a lot of pride and a lot of care in it, but, like, it's just us being us. And it's so cool to see that people get it like that and uh, that yeah. we're able to provide for the people that are around us. You know, like, I couldn't have had, I couldn't have the life I have if, the things didn't work out the way they did in 2019, you know, I wouldn't have my son, uh, if things didn't go that way. So like I said, a Ray, sometimes it gets really difficult and you don't know what the hell is going on. And then you take a little bit of a step back and you're like, Oh, it was for this reason. And mm-hmm. it's all good. So yeah, again, thank yeah. you to everyone that makes this possible because we are uh, all four of us, all six of us. Cause Donnie and Dom are like, thank you guys for helping make this possible. Yeah. Yeah. True. Well said. So yeah, uh, I'm thankful for the dealers that carry O'Neill uh, too. There it is. <laughs> really there helps. it is. There, that helps. You know, I want to give a shout out to uh, to our buddy Steve Piatoni down the street at Shock yes. Therapy. Uh, so Shock Therapy Racing is a Southern California based. What started out as suspension, you know, a suspension mm-hmm. shop, but he's branched off into other things like all the mechanical things, motor engine rebuilds project bike builds he does graphics hell i've been there and people just drop off their bikes to get washed in graphics but yeah <laughs> yeah but uh yeah super good guy Piatoni's like he was like a pro i mean i did a podcast with him a little while ago but he's, yeah. a, he's a pro in the 80s and 90s uh he's been a pretty much fixture in uh in the trans world series and the vet mm-hmm. classes and also in swap moto but uh yeah he's really helped us out this year uh taking care of our test bikes for us so um, big shout out to him. And I, I definitely would say if you're in Southern California and you need some work done, mm-hmm. like, like Wayne Ashby just blew up his 300 SX for the second time. Yeah. He, instead of dealing with that or dealing with a dealer that's going to charge him on our leg, took it down to shock therapy and, uh, Steve was fixing it. So check him out for sure. And, uh, other person I want to give some props to is, uh, my buddy Ismail at Skills Racing. Uh, Skills is a uh, custom gear company, kind of like much like Canvas, but he's based in Mexico. But uh, I did a thing on our Instagram a while ago 
he's offering free pit shirts to privateer racers in the Supercross series. Oh, that's cool. Um, so if you're a privateer, like not on a team, but like a privateer, and you're looking for a pit shirt to look more professional on media days or in the pits and autograph signings, uh, check out Skills Racing on Instagram and drop Ismail a email. He'll do all the artwork. He'll give you a free shirt. You can buy more for your team at a discounted rate. Yep. And uh, yeah, he's a badass. You should check it out because he made some mountain bike jerseys for us. Uh, did you ride in that thing the other day or not yet? Not yet, no. But yeah, it's nice. You could tell the Yeah, quality, I, right? I tried it on. It's nice. It's super yeah. comfy, soft, and ventilated, too. So, yeah. You guys got anything else? Hey. Uh, uh, real uh, quick, not to put it on a downer, but uh, if you're religious, say a quick prayer. If not, just give some thoughts to Kate Walker on the SLR racing team. He had a really bad crash in uh, Baja this last weekend. So, <sighs> yeah, just keep him in your thoughts and keep the whole Walker family and then the whole SLR racing team in your mind. Yeah. This is the Baja 1000? <laughs> yeah. I saw some guy. Dude, that race is so gnarly. So gnarly, dude. Some guy on a wheelchair bike did it. Dude, and then, while we're talking Baja, did you guys see the Australian kid? Or I think he's in his 20s. Soloed it? So he flew down here, bought a bike somewhere out here in Southern California, drove that bike to the race where it started, gets there, and they're like, dude, this thing's you cannot race this. And the tires are flat from the dry, ride down and everything. And so he gets the parts down there to what he needs to race and did the whole thing solo. 48-hour solo, right? How insane yeah, is that? that? That's ridiculous. I, I, your insane. mind stops working at some point, right? Because yeah. the sleep, sleep deprivation. Bro, like, I think he was how? he was leading like the first stage or something, I'm pretty sure, too. <laughs> oh, and he came through to oh, pit. And like he does obviously he's by himself. He has no one to pit. And so, like, all these trophy truck teams and stuff are like, dude, you want some food? And they're, like, making them tacos and make sure there's water and stuff. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. I, you know, Chase, you got to go down to that race one day. Dude, I, I That's want something to. that I've always wanted to do. Yeah. But I think that that's right up your alley just to see the camaraderie of everybody that comes together like that. Yeah, I want And you're to, tight bad. with all of those guys. Yeah, that would be a good one. Uh, hey, if Don, you shouted out Piatoni. If I can uh, give my guy Justin House at uh, JH2 and Route 15 Cycles a shout out. Uh, you know, everybody knows I took my YZ250 there to get those leaky fork seals fixed the other day. We're all good there. But as Justin was looking at my bike, he noticed that there was a little oil coming out of my drain plug. Uh, I accidentally cross-threaded it. But he got it fixed for me. He liquid it for you? My, yeah, Justin's been taking care of my bike since he worked at Belleville Honda. Uh, and I was on 85s. And he's a great dude. He listens to everything we do. And uh, it's so cool. Like, he takes care of so many people back here. And if you go to, like, an Indy Supercross or any of these arena crosses or St. Louis, you see his stickers, and he's a race tech shop mm -hmm. all over the place. So the fact that I get to have a guy like that look after my stuff is cool because he's the Midwest Tony right now, and it's Heck pretty yeah. tight. So thanks That's to Justin sick. for helping me out. Uh going to try to pick my bike up this week and then try to get a little Black Friday ride in uh, to burn off the calories from Thanksgiving. Yeah. Hey, did you cross there or did you over tighten it maybe and strip it? Hell, I don't know. I, I bet I you over tightened. Look, hey man, I got a lot. <laughs> I corn dog at something. I corn dog a lot lately. Oh, dude. I was going to say, cross tightening that thing would be hard, dude. Yeah. <laughs> keep going, it would be hard. You probably just tightened it a little bit too tight. One pound tight. One pound too tight. Man. Heck yeah. That's why you go to Steve Piatoni, guys. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I, I'm also I'm thankful. I'm thankful again for FK for letting me uh, miss work tomorrow to come and ride all of the new 2024 bikes. Mm-hmm. That yeah, for the shootout. So hey, yeah, does I'm O'Neill so make a windbreaker? Uh, we're in the process of it. You, know? you should see if you got a sample to bring. They they make a cool. Uh, mm. They make a cool mountain bike windbreaker. Wear that thing, dude. Yeah. Oh, is it going to be windy tomorrow? Oh yes. yeah, buddy. Yes. Oh my oh, god, yeah. it was windy there. It was windy here today. So thirty I'm mile an hour winds good. tomorrow. Awesome, dude. I'm going to yeah. just cover my <laughs> yeah. face with Vaseline. I'm going to go find one section of the track that is covered by a mountain and stay there all day. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. All right, guys, we're gonna uh, uh, we're gonna call this week's podcast, and uh, thank you for listening. Have a great holiday weekend. Enjoy, uh, enjoy time with your family and friends and, uh, be safe and smart above all else. So and if that, you're at day in the dirt, come say hi. Yeah. Chase will be sleeping. Yeah, oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you guys. Bro, I, uh, you're Anton, all. Anton and, and A-Ray. Dude. Chase is staying at day in the dirt in a hitch hotel. I'm so stoked. It is finally ready Bro, for that's sale. Awesome. I'm so yeah. stoked. Dude, wait, camping on, a day in the you... dirt like no other. Especially oh, in a hitch bro. hotel. Yeah, the hitch. You know so, what the hitch dude, hotel is, right? You're bringing your chick. You're bringing your chick too. Yeah. Yeah, we're you gonna test the jacks too? on Saturday night. If you want to come watch. Oh, <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Love to see it. The so bike, Samantha the... and I are actually gonna be uh, there as well, camping in the custom upfit van. So oh, I'm bringing great. the dog. Everything. We're, get, we're Oh, dude. I'll bring the beers. Hey, we'll push the hitch hotel over maybe one night or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, straight hey, up. Are you straight up? Are you hooking it up to the Ford, or are you? What are you putting? No, on? no luckily Je- uh, Jeff is delivering it for me. Thank goodness, because I don't know if I could drive to Valencia to pick it up this week. Yeah. So. Yeah. That would be cool. That would be a cool. Like thousand dollars worth of gas. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, the Hitch Hotel. Is it going to be cold? It's going to be chilly. Oh, yeah. We got heat though. I am so stoked. I am so stoked for Day in the Dirt now. Like, dude, yeah. we're going to be camping. Like, it's going to be badass. It's going to be dude, so fun. As long as I figure out I'm this so jealous. axle. <laughs> you should be. You should be. Dude, that helmet for this year, too. Wow, they knocked it out of the park on mm, that one. Yeah. The details are It does yeah. look good, yeah. Good. Yeah. Dude, that race, like, I'm glad that you get to do it, Chase, and, like, get the whole experience. And especially you, A-Ray, as the newlywed, like, that race is so fun to camp at and just hang out and party. But yeah, I, I mean, I've always just, I've always just showed up, right? And like, no, I mean, I, I think I partied a little bit too hard last year at the barn party, but, but like for the most part, I've never been able to just, because it's been super cross grind. I've mm-hmm. never been able to go there, camp, and, and fully enjoy the event. And now I feel like, fuck it, let's let's go. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm super excited. Now, you need to have like an 805 beer snake. Like, just put all your cans together and just see how many you can put yeah. together. Oh, dude, hell yeah. I got a cooler full already. Dude, I'm 805 local now. So, dude, I'm, I'm pretty yeah. close to the <laughs> mm. is, We're is, getting is, it out here now. Is the, oh, bride, is the bride aware of the past uh, weather conditions? You know, windy? Oh, hey. oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's motocross. Uh, awesome. legend. I, I can't hear you. We I, lost him. <laughs> <laughs> Connection's bad. Dude. Okay, on that note, we'll talk to you guys next weekend. We I'll, love you all. Have a great holiday. I'll bring a pizza, eh, Ray? Heck yeah. Love you, boys. <laughs> love you, boys. <laughs>